Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. thing you think of when you hear this music go john facenda bam i was gonna say nfl films john facenda immediately i think of him and i think of a grass field muddy mud mud kicked on the players one of the teams is the raiders That's running the I damn think. ball yeah, sweep we, around the left end I immediately think when i hear this music NFL theme music, I immediately think of that. God rest his soul, John Facenda. Most people never, ever met him. But the impact that he has on the NFL, I mean, this is this is good stuff. I'm sure there is an album out there, you know, when they used to have albums. They kind of actually still do have albums. They do. And there's a, a place in the I old market. There's a place in the old market that actually has some of, like, the newest music is on an album. Mm-hmm. Um, but you go, like, to Homer's. Yep. And you check out all the albums. There's got to be an album that was made with just simply NFL theme music. Like from back in the day. Like in the 60s and the 70s. Oh, yes. Yes. Narrated by Harry Callis. Rest in peace, Harry Callis, too. On the NFL Game of the Week. Ah. Anything NFL films. Uh, last night, as we uh, welcome you in on this uh, Tuesday morning. Good morning, everybody. Going up on a Tuesday at uh, 6.08. Mornings with Sharp and Hanley. Uh, Nick, Jimmy, and uh, Gary. Uh, last night was the opening night in Arizona. The uh, Super Bowl is uh, getting here. So I, I've gone from, you know, you, you're a little wound too tight. Your first time you go to the Super Bowl, the team that you root for, to the second time was very awkward, like for the Chiefs, because it was the COVID Super Bowl. They were playing in Tampa. It didn't feel like a Super Bowl. They showed up the day before the Super Bowl, yeah. and they played. And this one, I've been a little bit more calm. I haven't been wound as tight as I was when... The uh, Niners and the No, you've uh, been there before. Play. You've been there before. Yeah, I don't want to go there. <laughs> you never take it for granted because... Like a coach. Two and one in a Super Bowl looks so much better than one and two. Well, yeah. I mean, it, there's a, there, it's not just a game difference. I think there's a huge perception difference if you're two and one in a Super Bowl, if you're Patrick Mahomes with Andy Reid, compared to one and two. But last night, it kind of started to kick into gear. I mean, I, I heard a guy here in town, I was... Uh, uh, sitting in the car wash line yesterday like everybody in Omaha was. <laughs> I did mine on Saturday. Uh, I'm waiting for that reason. So I, I, I pondered a lot of things while I was yeah. listening to numerous radio stations yesterday afternoon. Uh, one, should I get a subscription car wash? Like instead of buying from car wash to car wash, just yeah. where I could, you know, I'm bored, so I'm driving down center. So let's go and get my car washed for the fifth time today. You know, one of those things. So I'm pondering those things. I heard a uh, person, an afternoon country station here in town. I was flipping, and he was uh, doing his little uh, diatribe between songs. And he was like, I don't know if anybody's going to watch the Super Bowl. 
Really, I don't know there's any Philadelphia fans. What? He goes, I, he goes, I know there's a lot of Chief fans. He oh, goes, that's why we want He goes, but oh, you got, I just hope those commercials are good and the food is good because nobody's going to watch the game. The I hell almost, is he smoking? I almost called a, another radio station here in town to say, you realize about 110 million people are going to watch the Super Bowl clown? Did you say, uh, Gary, long-time listener, first-time caller? No, I, it's just, I, I don't know. It, Put me on hold. I'm hot. The guy was trying to fill time. No, so it's like, so, it's like there's no Phil. He goes, I don't. He goes, he goes, there's no Philadelphia fans. You know what the best part about that whole thing was there? Is he says, I hope the commercials will be good. Because does anybody like dial? I mean, like that was the thing. Am I wrong to say like you don't? The, the commercials don't hold as much weight as they once did. Where it's like, yeah, it still will keep you maybe more occupied to the TV screen during a commercial break, but not nearly as much. At least my anticipation for the commercials. I'm not like. Oh God! What is it going to be? Because it—they're not nearly the the entertainment value that they once were. So yeah. that to me is laughable. Now there is a break. Well, here's here's part of that is a lot more of the commercials you will have seen in yeah. their entirety yes. by the time you get to Sunday, right? Because they started to get released during the Pro Bowl and the Grammys, mm-hmm. and now they're starting to be released online. Like there is a Breaking Bad. Uh, I saw that show. That's really. It, it's very. Very well done. Mm-hmm. Like, if you are a fan of Breaking Bad, you will go over the top. But I've seen it now. So it won't be a surprise when you get to Sunday. And that's been a trend is kind of to float your commercials yeah. out there to see what the reaction is before they air during the Super Bowl. So maybe it's taken away a little bit. But one thing that we are back, the circus atmosphere returned last night with their opening night ceremonies. Remember what media day used to be? A long time ago, it used to be photo day. There really was not a mm-hmm. media day. It was more of a... A photo day. So they don't really do media day anymore. Uh, Are they at the stadium? Uh, no, they did it in where the Suns play. You're right. So, yeah, they've taken it out of the stadium because there's so much going on, mm-hmm. and they do the field earlier. Like, the, the field is in place, and so they don't want people trampling on the field. So yeah. they, they do it in the, the local NBA slash NHL arena like they did last night in Phoenix. And, you know, last couple of years it's been virtual. So because of COVID, right. they haven't had media there. But it has become this huge circus where they just credential everybody. Yeah. And you'll get the wildest questions. And you remember uh, Deion Sanders when he was on the NFL Network? My, I mean, he just interrupted everybody, and he went from player to player to player. So last night, and, and I kind of like how they have it set up. I mean, it, it's, it's a little bit structured differently. It doesn't look like they credential every Tom, Dick, and Harry out there. Yeah, you know, fans. But, but then we ran into another issue. So there's probably moments during the quote-unquote media day opening night that we can all remember. I mean, the five minutes and 27 seconds of Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> I'm just here so I don't get fined. Which are some of the best uh, just presence because it became a thing. I mean, to this day, we still say that. Which is wild in the people that were so irate at Marshawn Lynch now love everything yep. that he does. Yep. But that's one of the moments that you know come to mind. We may have another moment last night. So you got the Chiefs that are there and you know the the crazy nugget that's coming out that both teams are 16 and 3. They're the number 1 seed. They have six all pros. They both scored the same amount of points this year. I mean there, there's a lot of similarities. Then there of course is the brothers and their mom was there and I think at one point last night you know she showed up with cookies, which is very very nice. Mm-hmm. She yeah. was on their podcast by the way that they dropped yesterday. As she should be. It's funny. I haven't heard the new one. The the whole family is funny. Yeah. Um, She's the funny one. Dad's really serious. Um, But, 
you know, mom was there last night and they handled it well. And I think everybody, you know, played off of it well. So Kansas City comes and, you know, the same questions for Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes and the great news that Tony and Snead are going to play for the Chiefs, which is huge, especially for Snead. Then they get to Philadelphia. So Nick Sirianni, who, you know, you remember his opening press conference when he got that job? How awkward yeah. it was? Yeah. It, it, wasn't tw- it wasn't quite Adam Gase of the Jets awkward, where he had the googly eyes, but yes. But it, it was, was really weird. Yeah. A, lot, a lot of people knew who Nick Sirianni right. was. Right. But as they have, you know, two straight years, they've gone to the playoffs. He's kind of brash. Remember he had the, the weird look into the camera during the Giants game? But... <laughs> He he kind of his personality is very reflective on his team, mm-hmm. and I kind I, I kind of like him. I mean, I think he's a good football coach, and he's paired with a really good GM, and they have a plan. I.e., what Kansas City with Andy Reid and Brett Veach are doing. So last night, Sirianni is is up there, and by now you've been asked as a head coach, you've been asked every question about your season, but he may have been asked two of the worst questions in the history of media night. You guys That's tell me something. You guys tell me which one was worse that was asked of him. Now remember, these are journalists that are asking these. Yeah, these questions. aren't the fans that usually get yeah. in, right? Yeah. Even though sometimes fans would be better than us asking sure. questions and covering stuff. Absolutely. So he was asked uh, which member of his own team he wouldn't allow his daughter to date. He wouldn't. Allow. He wouldn't. Okay. Sure, that went well. Uh, yeah, especially since his daughter is five years old. Okay, that would be a, a, wait till she's six before she starts dating. That would be a little bit awkward. So, was that question worse than the start of the question? Is talk about? Can you talk about? Can you talk about? Is this a must-win? <laughs> <laughs> That's it right there. That's it right there. No, we're is just hoping to go worst? get some work in. The, the, da- the daughter thing was uh, awkward, but this one is without question the <laughs> is, best worst question. Is, is that the worst question ever yeah. asked at a media day? Uh, yeah. National championship game, Super Bowl, Game 7 World Series. Is this a must win? <sighs> <We're> just, <laughs> you know, we want to we work on our things and get better. And There was like a pause. and Who asked this? Do we I, know? I have no idea. Do we know their affiliation? I, I, Can we get them on the show? I doubt they'll be back for Super Bowl 58. But they asked that question. Can you imagine the response if Nick Sirianni would have said no? People in Philadelphia would lose their mind. I kind of wish he would have. Just just to humor us. No, because people would not have taken the humor. They would have been like, uh, it's not, Coach. It's the Super Bowl. What if you never get back? Yeah. Sports talk this morning there. Well, show's done. The, the way Philadelphia you is that. not focused on the Super Bowl. As you go into a very detailed reason on why it isn't, in your opinion, a very sarcastic way of, of saying it, then at the very end you just go, come on, dude, or dudette, come on. That's, this is, yeah, I think you already know the answer to that question. And then you just end it right there. That's, oh boy. Yeah, and then the talk about, talk about, if, talk, talk about, about if this is the most, so was that basically it, talk about if this is the most, no, it was... Uh, or, I'm sorry. <laughs> talk about, is this a must-win Talk game? about, is this... Just have uh, Scott on tomorrow. Can't like, really talk, talk about playing Can't really the talk Super about Bowl. it, but uh, yes, it is. Was it fun? I mean, look at Scott. Yeah, Scott Chandler will be on tomorrow. He won a Super Bowl. Talk about ask, Drew Brees. Chad, was remember, remember Chad Brown's yeah. response the other day on the question about Still what's it like playing it. the Super Bowl? It took him 10 years to get over losing yeah. the Super Bowl. Can I ask Scott tomorrow if... Uh, 
Do you remember going into that day? Uh, was that a must win in your opinion? Talk yeah. about Miami. Was it was it nice being there? Guys, if we don't win today, you know what? We might be back next year. Yeah, right. Because it's so easy to get back to the Super Bowl. Mahomes said after the uh, <laughs> after the loss of the Buccaneers, you know what? Hey, I'm I'm good enough. We're going to be back. I don't have to worry about it. Yeah, it wasn't really a must win. Talk about is the Super Bowl Talk is about. a must win. The the Patrick Mahomes run in the AFC Championship game appearances since the starter is like it defies logic. The fact that he is now entering his third Super Bowl under the age of 28 is insane. So, yeah, it's a must win because it that doesn't happen. If you're kind of looking at the Patrick Mahomes example of like, ah, oh, it's the norm. No, far from it. Far from it. <laughs> is this a must win? Uh, it'll be the first Super Bowl in 39 years between oh. two teams that have won a Super Bowl in the last five years. Hmm. Pete Rozelle, man, he rest in peace. He wanted parody in the NFL. Mm-hmm. First time in 39 years, the matchup of two teams that most recently won a Super Bowl the in the last five years. Raiders and Washington, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, Jimmy, your Super Bowl knowledge is pretty good. Yeah, I didn't kill all my brain cells in college, so I still got <laughs> some of them. But I can thank those highlight things. Every day when I was a kid on ESPN, they would show them about 4 and 4.30. Oh, ate it up. Of course, now they do it just over one weekend on the NFL Network, but that's why there's YouTube. Can we take you to a trivia contest here in town? Yeah, can you be like our Hembo? Hembo! It's worth a try. Win some money. You know, they did that in the office. The good timers won. I've always wanted to have like a trivia show on here. We go get a couple of ringers. We'd ask yeah. Mike Babcock to sit in. What oh. he used to do on uh, Sports Day in America which uh, predated Sports Nightly. That's what Sports Nightly became. Wait, that's what it, what was it called before? Sports Day Mid-America. The original okay. network really? statewide talk show with Jim Rose, Gary Sharp, uh, John Baylor, and John Bishop was involved, I believe, as well, uh, with Sports Day Mid-America. Wow. No kidding. Yeah. I never knew that. It's a lot. Uh, 620, already some knowledge that, yeah. Yeah, Sports Day Mid-America was oh. the name of the show, and we did... I want to say it was a Phillips 66 trivia night. Oh, perfect sponsor. You guys hosted it? Yeah, so it would be like an hour of trivia. Yeah. And people would call in and they would try and stump us. And Uh if they didn't, they got like a gas card. Nice. And we very rarely lost because everybody had their individual strengths. Yeah. So you guys could all collaborate and answer. It wasn't like, all right, Gary, you you answer this question. No, no, no. Okay. They would, you know, they'd ask the question like, they would ask a question to us, and if we got it wrong, then okay. that allowed us to ask them a question. If they got that question right, then they would win the gas card. Oh, it was that's cool on Sports Day in America. It was one of the most popular features. Like people to this day, like once a year at least, somebody will bring up uh, our trivia night on Sports Day really? in America. Yeah, so I would like to have like in the summer we just have a big trivia night. I think it'd be awesome. Trivia we, everybody get their idea. strengths. Yeah, um, you know, I mean. We all have our strengths. We, you know, bring in the historian Mike Babcock yeah. for those obscure Nebraska yep. nineteen sixty football questions or things about Bobby Reynolds, and you go, "Yeah, Mike." We get we get you know uh, a strong Creighton person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just dominate. Yep. And the goal would be never to lose and well, not yeah. give away anything. I can get behind that. Highly competitive. But, I feel like someone can get behind that. But too. people still have trivia nights here in town. Absolutely, yeah, bars do. like yeah. we usually on Wednesdays. Heck yeah. 
So we can take Jimmy. We can take Jimmy as a ringer. Yeah. If anybody is doing a Super Bowl trivia night, oh, they're screwed. Yeah, we'll bring in. We're coming bring in the hammer over there. We're coming with the thunder. Huh. Thanks for listening, by the way, to Sports Day Mid America. That was a great show. I had no idea. <laughs> so when did it change over to Sports Nightly? My, I would love to know, like, what year. Could you give me a, an uh, estimation? Because I had I to be. Think, I think it when this company, which what it used to be, when this company got involved, I think we changed the Sports Nightly. So this predated Pinnacles, the Pinnacle Sports. No, no, Network. it was part of. Well, it was part of Pinnacle Sports. Was it okay? Yeah. Because uh, I was working at KLIN in Lincoln when we became an affiliate, and it was Pinnacle Sports, okay. the Pinnacle Sports Network. Yep. And then these guys here were involved, and so I okay. think that's when it changed to Sports Nightly. Okay. I can't remember. It was a high level meeting to come up with a new name. To Sports Nightly. Well, we had a lot of different. Names it's that, like Sports you, Daily, but it's you, at night. Can you share some of those names? Anything good? Like kind of like when you're changing mascots for a university. There's always some really weird ones that make the top five. Uh, well, that's a long time ago. It's like yeah. the Baltimore Ravens watching that 30 for 30, which is fantastic, by the way. Uh, Marauders and Americans came in just behind Ravens. Well, and see, I was never driving around because I'm assuming it was around the same time. Or was this during the day or morning? No, it was six to eight. Yes, yeah, yeah, I was never yeah. really. Oh, it was it, it. Like today is different because there's so many different options. So right. So sports nightly, unless it's a coach or the AD on there, has no real impact. Mm-hmm. But back then it was monstrous because there was you know sports talk was just starting in Omaha. There was re- there was no sports talk in uh, Lincoln when that show first started. So that was the only place you could go to get it. And you had now, four people. Uh yeah, we had. I'll tell you. Well, it would have been six to nine, right? That was the old hours. No, no. We did six to eight. Oh, okay. Homie ain't doing three hours of of, of talk. Oh, but you're doing four now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. That's why when I came here, I was like, four hours. <laughs> but then I did it That's solo. More. I did it solo for like three years. Well, I remember you doing sports nightly. I remember that. I had no idea that it was called... Sports, sports day, mid America, sports day, mid America, and I definitely didn't know you had that that power group right there. Yeah, we had a stretch. I mean, you think about the the stretch here in this building when you had you know Kevin and Michael and Nick mm-hmm. and Matt. Uh, our our stretch of talent at KLIN back in the '90s was was strong. Yeah, I mean it was it was mega big, and then we had like Jeff Motes. Yep. Who most recently was awesome. uh, sportscaster of the year in Nebraska? Mm-hmm. Now is uh, see the news director over at KFOR in Lincoln. Yeah, yeah, we had a we had a really good stable of people, but we did everything, like everything came out of that building for the Husker awesome. Sports Network. So you yeah, had to that. have a lot of people. All right, there's a little uh, walk we need, down. We, um, well, and and if we've learned anything, we do need to dig in. We need to dig into a trivia trivia contest. That's the main thing. Here. That'd be fun. We need yeah, and we need Super Bowl questions so we can. Because you guys have done that where, I, I don't know if you have. I, I did it once and we failed miserably, but we felt we were very well versed in um, all of the particulars of the TV show office. So we decided to get, a Nebraska Brewing Company was having an office mm-hmm. trivia night. So we got our team that we knew everyone was super knowledgeable of it. Yeah, we finished third. And once we showed up and people were actually dressed as one, there was one couple dressed as Pam Beasley and Dwight Schrute. We're like, ooh, we may be in over. Our heads. We thought we were a one seed. Oh, we were, we were yeah. lucky if we were a five. 
game was over by halftime. Yeah, but there was, you know, a story for a different day, but there was uh Maybe we do an Let's old... just say the the host wasn't clear in his instructions on a couple questions. Uh, we we could do an old school trivia. I used to go to uh, Buffalo Wild Wings before they shortened it to uh, Wild uh, Wing, W3. Wild, uh, what was it? Wings, Wild Wings and Weck. What? Yeah. They used to have Weck on the name of it when they first opened in downtown Lincoln. They would have a big trivia night. And you remember yeah. the little, little console that they would oh, yeah. give you? Yeah. And you would play you know you'd, you'd play solo yep. but it would be up on the screen so yep. yeah yeah we did that uh yeah. we did a say by the belt one dominated that one by the way but yeah yeah those are fun i th- those those trivia nights were a blast especially when it is kind of like the silent one you're just on the board so you don't have to like you know people that can show up they're not just there for that they can enjoy themselves as well like having karaoke in monday night football applebee's columbus come on be oh. better we could play uh, trivia today. Name the offensive coordinator in the Big Ten who had his salary reduced, uh, but he will get it all back if his offense and his team win seven games or also average at least 25 points a game. That is something we will discuss because ooh, it's not too late, Iowa fans. You can come on over to this side of the river if you'd like. It's not too late. Trust me, it's not too late. It's only February 7th, uh, but yesterday... Iowa football <clears throat> brought Brian Ferentz into the conversation and uh, introduced some new performance metrics, and they tell us what mediocre looks like, or at least they showed us. Uh, we will discuss that, what happened in Iowa City. Again, it's not too late, folks. You can come on over here. It's okay. I know it's a little bit different over here, but you're welcome. It's not for everybody. You want to abandon? Yeah, it's, it, Nebraska football is not for everybody. But you can come on over here. Come on over. Come on over. There's a lot of things that we've done wrong over here on this side of the river. Oh, yeah. And we I don't think we've ever stepped on ourselves like this or embarrassed an offensive coordinator because I think this is embarrassing for uh, Brian Ferentz. We will dive into that. Uh, the lineup brought to you by the uh, rooferies of John Higgins Weather Guard, who everybody is disappointed that uh, Higgy was not working the KU-Texas game. Yeah, I thought he uh, worked every KU night. game, according to the uh, one question. For a moment, I thought it was – I saw him in the far corner. I'm like, is that – nope. Button him. KU, which blew a 14-point lead, ended up winning uh, last night. They got 10 quad one wins as uh, KU beat Texas. Uh, Sam McEwen will join us coming up in about an hour. And then uh, Brian Christofferson will uh, stop by as well as we are into the full offseason. But thank you for Iowa for keeping the college football conversation uh, going. The lineup brought to you by the Rooferies at John Higgins uh, Weather Guard. Also... Uh, tonight could be an historic night in the NBA as LeBron James, when he scores his 36th point, uh, will become the all-time leading scorer in the history of the National Basketball Association. We were going through records last week. You know, wh- which ones, if, if, if you know, records are made to be broken. Do we really think that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who will be there tonight, really wants LeBron to break his record? Uh, it's like the Dolphins. No. Hmm. I don't know if he's going to necessarily smoke a cigar if for some reason it didn't happen. But Do you think he reluctantly accepted the invitation to be in the building because of who he is and he's a Laker? Right. Because him and LeBron have butted heads a little bit Yeah. over some things off the floor, yeah. social issues. He's probably like, oh, fine, I'll go. Yeah, I mean, if there's ever a personality clash is one thing, but you know, there's also the whole, at least it's always talked about publicly. 
Like How you feel behind closed doors could be a different thing, but there's always the whole game respects game type yeah. feeling of like, you know what, whatever our differences is, I respect what he's been able to do. I could see Kareem being that guy. So LeBron will become the all-team league scorer. I think it'll happen tonight. They're, they're, by oh, the way, okay. there, are, there are options to bet on it of what quarter, what type of shot. Love it. Is he the greatest scorer of all time? Not just points, but if you need a bucket, mm. is LeBron the greatest scorer? Of uh, all time. Great question. And there's, there's a lot of evidence out there. He's, it's all about a personal preference when it comes to basketball and who you think the GOAT is. But in terms of the GOAT of scoring, just simply scoring if a I bucket. I want a bucket down is one. Is LeBron James ahead of Michael Jordan, Kevin Durant, Kobe Bryant, Wilt, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? He'll go ahead of all of those yeah, tonight. Right. Don't let me down, LeBron. You, you got it tonight. We got <laughs> We got a vested interest in this. All-time leading score <laughs> on the stats and in just, if I need a bucket, who am I uh, going to? Mm. All right, 6.30, off and running. Uh, it's a Tuesday edition on the 7th of February. Mornings with Sharp and Hanley on 1620 The Zone. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks... Then, there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.